Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's a wrestling classic. Justin here back in the Vibe Studio Life and the Vibe with my boy Devin Wall. Tons to talk about this week. As you can tell, both of us are rocking Mr. Phil Brooks, CM Punk, because he's back. And we're going to talk about that. I think we should talk about that anyways. That's the coolest thing that's happened this week, if you ask me. I don't even know what to say, man. Like I, I was, I, I, uh, I, I had a soccer game. Yeah. So I get out of the soccer game and I get, get all these text messages. One specifically, shout out Danny Desa, first guy to text me. And uh, same, yeah. Same. <laughs> and I was just like, yo. When I read it, I was like, okay, he wouldn't just text me if it wasn't true. And you know, if if it didn't actually happen, and I was like, no way. Yeah. And then I just got riled, and I was just like, you know that hyper feeling you get where you're like, why do I have to be driving right now? Like, why can't I just be like stopped? So for me, like I I. I was at my grandma's house. Yeah. She doesn't have like normal cable. She has like her channels and not many channels and whatnot. And I had my PlayStation there and I was rocking Disney Plus because shout out to Disney Plus is dope. If you don't get, if you guys haven't checked it out, you'll check it out. But uh, I was rocking Disney Plus and I don't watch WWE backstage because we don't get it. It wasn't on our television. Well, I'm going to be watching it now. Yeah, it wasn't on our television. I wasn't watching it live. They need to tell me when he's on there, though, because I'm not going to watch if he's not on there. I'm still going to watch. I kind of would, though, because Renee's dope. Renee's dope, and so is Booker. And Yeah, up there with Sasha with the flyest outfits in wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Renee Young. She's dope. Um, but yeah, I, I, same thing. I was sitting there at my grandma's house, was not watching, was not even really on social media and stuff. Just, you know, I was in my own head and whatnot. But then uh, Danny messaged me. He's like, yo, CM Punk's back. And then another person messaged me. He's like, CM Punk's back. And I'm like, what do you guys mean CM Punk's back? I'm like, oh, backstage, I'm totally missing. And I jumped on Twitter right away and oh, man. found the video. And oh. I'm like, when the music hit and they saved it till the end of the episode, they're so smart. And, and it just looks like old Phil. And people are going to want to tune in. The whole, you know, the moment you think you know got all the answers, I changed the culture. And I'm like, oh, keeping the culture alive. Paige is like, Paige's like ruining it for me. But she was the only one that was like excited. Oh, my God. She marked out. She was How going to say, is this a rib? Like, chill. I mean, she said it until he walked out. Yeah, she said it like four times. I felt like Renee and Booker knew because Booker reacted like he knew. But it's cool to see him up there with like Adam Cole. Yeah, but Booker's old school, man. He no sells everything. That's true. He'll sell it on his own podcast. Yeah. Like it was the biggest thing that happened. This is good. Shucky <laughs> yeah, uh, ducky. I was extremely happy. Quack, um, quack. It's great to see Punk back. And he, I feel oh, like he man. is going to say, I'll read his tweet. I want to hear what he has to say about the Rusev Lana storyline. They fall. I want to hear about that too. And they followed him around. What does he think about the invasion? What does he think about the undisputed era? I, I want to hear all about. It. I want to because he's. Does gonna he also gonna, agree that Shorty G is a stupid name? It really is. Does he have an opinion on Baron Corbin? But he said this on the Fox followed him around. I'm going to post this video on the Wrestling Classic as well, probably today or tomorrow. Uh, we're recording this on Thursday, so I don't know when you're going to hear this. But I'm going to post it on my page. Will he be surprised that Roman Reigns is not the champion and hasn't been for the last <laughs> five years? They're not making Roman look strong. But wow. Uh, but. <laughs> Oh, that Tyler Black kid's still on top? Yeah. What the heck? When, Tyler, did Bray Wyatt well, turn, when did Bray Wyatt turn into Mike Myers? Wallet, Rollins sent out a tweet saying... I uh, hope he hasn't watched fight anything. Fight CM Punk. I, hope he d- I know, I saw that. I hope he doesn't watch anything and he's just like starting from scratch because then we'll, then you get the true opinion of what's going on. Like, oh, what like what the hell's going on with this? Yeah, yeah, 100% because I don't think he's watched regularly since he's been gone. Mm-hmm. He's going to be picking up from where we are at now and maybe the last little bit. He's uh, definitely going to call the, the Viking Raiders the war machine. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Oh, yeah, war machine. Oh, oh I mean... Uh, <laughs> Um, but he he said in in that fall, them falling around, like, I'm not going to break the internet. I'm going to break the world. And now the voice the voiceless is back with his voice on Fox. He's um, back with his voice on Fox. I oh, mean, I'm so excited! I even find you funny. I know, and that wasn't even a good line. It's but anyway, uh, suck. They're the best in the world. Like okay? the suck cut. Bit in Wayne's world. But um. I'm pumped for it. I'm happy for backstage. You know, a lot of people are dogging them for baby the ratings. Baby steps, baby. It's just week, baby which steps. Which doesn't matter. 
But I'm happy he's on. And like I said, it's baby steps. Because listen, I'm hopeful. I want him to be back in WWE. It must have right? been a one-week thing. Because the ratings shot up and he wasn't even promoted. Yeah. And I mean, they had Fluffy on there and stuff too. Gabriel Iglesias, shout out to him. He's Yo, Samoa man. Joe should be on every single minute of WWE programming. If he's injured, let him do stuff like this Dude, regularly. he's so good, man. And how about Joe he's, and Punk next w- to each other? What, what Joe's doing is he's just like cementing himself as somebody that's going to have like a lifelong job doing something. No, Whether it's on screen, behind the scenes. And that's good, though. Oh, yeah. He's like a guy like The Miz, where you know when he's done He's one guy, he's like one of the top guys in wrestling that I don't want to have a beer with. No, yeah, I, I've seen Joe out partying. I, I saw him at this arcade bar Royal Rumble weekend jamming out to his own theme music and yeah. being completely hammered. And yeah. just, I listened to that song. It was a good, it was a good time, man. Yeah, there's Joe. not a lot of wrestling songs. The Usos good. were out of it. Anyways. Well, when uh, aren't the Usos out of it? <laughs> they probably uh, had a nice drive. I want to go say what up to them and they didn't react. I'm they, like, okay. They cool. probably had a nice drive home that night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the Usos. BWI. Um, the last thing I want to say about Punk, we had a little bit of an argument about it. I'm like, you're just trying to shit on everybody's I'm parade. I'm not trying to shit on the parade. Yeah. He's fine. Like every, you and every other douchebag that works in the media, he's just fine the fox. We all know that. And if you don't know that, you're stupid. But don't ruin, don't rain on our I'm parade. I'm not ruining it because I'm just as hopeful as everybody else that he will eventually <laughs> work for the WWE. I, like, I do agree with you where people are like, oh, they shouldn't have saved her for the Royal Rumble or something like that. That's, that's, that's where, just stupid. That's, just enjoy that's the moment. That's what I want to argue about. Is that, it's not the fact. I know he's on Fox. You know what you should say? I know he signed be, ha- be happy about the movement and then now think to yourself, so when or if. When are we gonna see yeah, him? Let's in the get ring? excited. Yeah, not oh, it should have been this. No, it should have been. This was perfectly fine. Because that's that's how I feel. Like, and this is what my argument was: is the fact that he's back, right? He's working with Fox for a WWE show, which obviously WWE has the hand in fully. It's just like every time we've seen the Ultimate Warrior Goldberg work on the, work on the video game, which is separate, but the WWE has the hand in there fully. These those guys all ended up coming back, and there's always gonna be that hope that maybe CM Punk will come back to the ring. Maybe his he'll get that itch by being on the show talking about the product and talking about storylines and come back. And I think that's an exciting thing. My complaint was the fact that there were people in my comment section who were like, the WWE dropped the ball on this. They're so stupid. Why would they do it for this show? Because he's not signed to the WWE or he's signed to Fox. I'm not saying it's never going to happen. But for those of you that don't know, that's what the situation is. WWE did not drop the ball. They did not make a dumb decision. They did not not save it for Survivor Series of the Rumble. Because realistically, we don't know if he's ever going to wrestle yeah. again. It's just he's not. He's not. His intention was never to come back to wrestle, but not to mention, I think him coming back at the Royal Rumble is kind of stupid. Why? Because if he's not going to win, don't put him in it. Well, I think people are assuming that he'd win. And it's a little different. Yeah. AJ Styles had never been in the WWE, and he had a long, good run in that match. Yeah. He, he didn't need to win that one. He 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 showed up, and it was great. But if you're not gonna put punk, if you're not gonna put punk in like the main event of WrestleMania, don't even put him in the Royal Rumble. No, I hundred percent agree with you. But if he was to, he'd have to win hundred percent and go to the Animania. But um, him versus Doctor Aman. <laughs> no, that, and that's another thing. That I guy, roadblock. That guy's still there, so we'll see how that goes. But you know what I mean. I think this will heal the wound. Maybe it'll eventually have him on there. I'm sure. Like, but you could tell his total attitude has totally changed. Like yeah. he's even said in interviews, like I let go of like pretty much all yeah, that hate. Yeah. And you know he doesn't. He said it in interviews himself. He doesn't want to wrestle. He wants to do something else. Yeah. But it doesn't mean he won't get that itch, and it won't happen if he's around the environment. I don't think he'll bubble. really get the itch, but I think they'll throw enough money at him to get him at least one match. Fair enough. He said he'll never wrestle in Saudi Arabia. He's not doing that. But he will wrestle again. I don't doubt that. I'm hopeful for. I have hope for that. I'm not trying to dog on anyone that has hope that he's going to return to the ring. I do too. I just, I'm just saying, 
nobody dropped the ball. I understand that backstage and the main product are so closely associated, but they're still separate. And Punk is back on backstage, and hopefully this will lead to him even making a surprise appearance on the show on Raw and SmackDown or something, because he can. Anybody who said he WWE dropped the ball is an idiot. They're just like, they dropped the ball. Why like, would just they have relax. The guy hasn't been on any TV associated with WWE wrestling in like five years. Like I said, baby just steps. Just shut up. Baby steps. Compare it to Goldberg in the video game. Compare it to Warrior in the video game. Compare it to Macho Man doing that stuff for a video game in Mattel before he passed away. I put a post. I'm like, it almost seemed like he was on his way back, but he just it just wasn't soon enough because when they start doing these things associated with the WWE, eventually they always they tend to come back. Not always. They tend to come back. Even Brett, he did the book. He did, I mean, he did the DVD, he did the Hall of Fame, and eventually, five years later, he still ended up coming back. It happens. Um, I'm not ruling it out. I'm just saying uh, I don't think WWE dropped the ball. No, definitely not. Talking about dropping the ball or not, ACH, this whole situation. Yeah. We never got to talk about it. It's been going on for a couple yeah. of weeks now. One week you weren't here. And last yeah. week we ran out of time. Didn't really, We touched on it, I think. But how do you feel about So well, basically, one th- one thing, one thing do you want to break down what happened, though, for those that might not okay. know? So he he had he had posted something on Twitter where I guess a month previous what I think it was October or September yeah they had sent him a design for a shirt which he originally okayed he saw it on a gray shirt it's essentially his names and in a smile it's his name written in white in a smile um as a guy I guess he smiles a lot and yeah that's like I guess that was that's part of his thing so far Jordan Miles he's been in NXT and then as a red outline kind of looks like lips so it looks like a smiling face and. So he had seen the shirt on gray, and he's like, "Okay, I approve of it." You put the you put it on black. Yes, it completely looks racist. It has those old like samba doll kind of vibes. Extremely ra- racist visual, uh, like just whatever the word of visualization, whatever yeah. depiction. Like, it, yeah, it's totally unacceptable. Fair, but. So because of that, he went on a rant on Twitter. Yeah, okay. He, he started saying all the stuff about WWE being racist and he's doing it for the culture. He even called out Ring of Honor and said they were racist and called Jay Lethal a, uh, what's it called? He's been on like a three-week tirade calling WWE racist. He's, he's been calling WWE racist for about three weeks and now he's saying, F it, I quit. All this stuff, I'm not going to work for racist. Don't call me Jordan Miles. That's my slave name. Bliggity, bliggity, blue. Like, I get it. And I get why you're angry, but... To be this angry for this long, for one, for a shirt that he even admitted he saw it on gray and didn't have a problem with it. It should have never been put on black. And as soon as it got put on black. I heard it was even posted with a group of NXT shirts in with gray. the gray, in gray one there. That shirt never got released. We would have never seen that shirt on black if he didn't post it. Yeah. And one thing that you got to give them credit for, so many major, major companies. Like, look, what was it like? Old Navy or H&M or something where yeah. they had the black head on there. It was like the, the, little, the monkey cutest whatever. monkey in the, yeah. in the whatever. Like, these shirts end up hitting advertisements or hitting the stores. And then they have to apologize and pull it. This never made it past the post. He put it out there. He put it out there. Yeah. And he, he like, you know, he brought it up. And clearly, they weren't going to put it in black. And then, like you said, they had that advertisement where it was in gray. Who knows if it got released, if we'd be able to have the option to buy it in black on the website? We don't know. It never happened. It's all hypothetical. But, I mean, if you don't want to work there, I understand that. But he's the one that brought this all to light. Yeah. So, my thing is this. If and clearly, I when he said, clearly, once we saw that on a black shirt. Yeah. It looks very racist. It's extremely offensive. No, and that's the thing. I'm going to agree that it did look racist. It, I understood what it was trying to, like, what he said it looked like and how it kind of, you know, visual gave the sim- symbolism to different times when, you know, there's a lot of racism in America. Yeah. But 
do you agree with me that maybe his way about it was wrong? Like, couldn't this have been something that didn't need to be on Twitter? I'm just not sure what he's doing. Like, what was his motive? Because this, like, listen, you know me very well. We've and the thing is, too, usually when, some, usually when something like this happens, you yeah. get a lot of support. I only really see him talking about it. Yeah, well, I think at first people were like, yeah, I agree with you. But once you people started getting... Do, you had a lot of people do the for the culture and the thing. Yeah. But once the more and more the details That's came out, it's just like, man, like, you really blew this up when they kind of did the right thing. Yeah. Yeah, that it should never got to him. Yeah, on a on, with a black background, but it did, and he said, "Hey, like this is kind of racist." Like I don't even think it was really intentional. No, it it doesn't matter if it's intentional. Yeah. if it's racist, it's racist. It yeah. doesn't even matter if you mean it, because like a lot of racism is systemic. It's deep, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who are trying to defend it and say it's not racist. What are you upset about? Anybody who says that, no, I an idiot. see. I see why how it is. Like once I saw the pictures that he compared it to, so I'm like, oh. But, realistically this is how the process should work they're batting around an idea someone said hey this is racist and never made it to the shelf that is the way it should go so, and it's it's not a common thing you you gotta hope that people that are putting out merchandise and it's their job to market things like that aren't putting out dumbass racist shit yeah but this is something that came across the line that never made it past the post do you think it could have been a conversation that could have been kept off of social media, though? Like, professionalism? Obviously. Because that's my thing. Listen, and you know me, in my younger years, when I was, like, in my early 20s, I was the least professional employee you could ever have. But as you grow older, you come more mature, and you know where, you know, what... Yeah, but you were retail. What, you didn't yeah, work for what this multi-billion no, saying, but what hills to die on. But I've also worked for banks and stuff, too, where yeah. I wasn't the most professional person. I don't know, man. In corporations and things. My point is this, that you should always know what, what battles you want to put out there and what battles you're going to, you know, you can be professional about. Like, that's something I think that he... Could have probably had a discussion with them. Like, hey, don't release that shirt. I saw it. I don't like it. I liked it on the gray. Who made this decision? Da, 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 da. I don't know if it needed to be. Maybe he's unhappy with the, being in the WWE just generally. I don't know. There has to be more to it. I just think he could have went about it a lot better. I think. I totally get I think, what he saw. I think people on that company have had a much bigger gripe. And they have not made it as big as he's made this T-shirt. Yeah, that was just a, a, like, a prototype, like a prototype of a design that never even made it to the stores yeah. or the website. So I'm not really sure what his angle is. I get why he's mad, but this level of anger, I'm a colored person. Yeah, I'm not a black man in America, yeah. but we all can understand what it feels like to be, you know, have feel prejudice yeah, and feel I mean, racism. Don't, yeah. I do not understand this level of anger for this length of time over something that I feel was handled about as well as it could, considering that, that he saw that design on the black shirt. Maybe he's just trying to get fired. But now the question, nobody getting fired. But now here's the question: If he does get to his release or fired from the WWE after the stuff, the way he no company's gonna him, want him. Where is he gonna work? That's no company's gonna want him. He trashed Ring of Honor. Yeah, is AEW gonna want yeah, him? Yeah, who wants to work for Ring of Honor? You know, nobody's gonna want him. Is he gonna go to Japan? Like I don't know. He's a really talented guy. I think he's great. Yeah, he's awesome. He's a great wrestler. Yeah, I've been I've seen him live a bunch of times in Chicago and Dallas and all the WrestleManias and stuff like uh, at the indie shows. Like I've you know. He's he's tremendous. He's a tremendous wrestler. I just I don't know. I just think it was a little a little much. I get it. It was racist. I, I get all that, but the extent that it went was too far. Um, and who even knows? Like, we haven't heard WWE side of it. Yeah. Like what they've what the conversations has been going on between them. And all so, we see is his anger outburst. And well, maybe not. We'll never know. There's a chance we'll never know because you never know until maybe one day you get an afternoon with ACH and you can you can listen to him talk about his stories. Like I had an afternoon with Bret Hart and I got to hear some stories this past Saturday mm-hmm. here in Vancouver. Bret Hart came back to town and uh, I, I hit up my friend Dallas, who was Bret's kid, and got myself there. And he let me know him and Andrew let me know that was going on, and we went and checked it out. Bret shared some super cool stories. Um, 
I don't want to say a ton of them here because I think that if you guys have a good chance to go see Brett live, one of his talking specials, go check him out, man. He's very open. He'll answer questions. He talked about, you know, wrestlers being, uh, getting, you know, like like a union, getting benefits and stuff like that. Uh, he talked about how he feels about Triple H and Shawn Michaels to this day. He talks about breaking in and Jim Knight on a whole bunch of stuff. Um, I got to hang out with them for a bit after the show. You know, he, he was super cool. I had the stupidest conversation with Bret Hart, though. Like, the stupidest. So I, I got Brett and his wife a mattress from this company out here in Vancouver. And, like, uh, first things first, I was drenched in chalkline Bret Hart merchandise, jacket, pants, the whole deal. Um, I'm hanging out with Dallas and Lindsay and uh, and uh, Andrew, and I took my friend Ankit and uh, uh, my other buddy J- Jamie with me, and we went there. Jamie from Vision Pros. So if any of you guys need glasses, Vision Pros, use my promo code VPClassic, visionpros.com or visionpros.ca. It's in America and Canada. Check them out. But I took Jamie and I took Uncle with me. And uh, I go up to Brett and whatever. He's like, hey, nice to see you, man. Long time no see. Da, 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 da. And like, I was like, hey, I'm like, how do you like your mattress? I talked to Brett Hart about mattresses mm-hmm. for about a good two to three minutes. And then before I left, uh, I went up to him again to say bye. I said, hey, Brad, I'm, like, I'm just going to have a pleasure thing. He's like, great to see you. And then I guess at some point I told him, like, hey, they sent you your mattress. so sweet. I'm like, yeah, they never sent me mine, but that's all good. Like, I was joking about it. And so he's like, hey, man, do you want me to call them about that mattress thing? And I'm like, yeah, I do. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, it's okay. Don't worry about it. And then I left. And there was a point in Brett's show where he was talking about meeting uh, Neil Younger, one rock and roll star. Like, he talked about meeting Bruce Springsteen, Neil Young. And he's like, he, and he related it to like being us. He's like, you know how like, you fans come up to me and you talk to me sometimes? And, you know, you only have this amount of time, so you don't know what to say, and it gets awkward, and you wish he said something else after, and you walk away, and you like, feel so dumb. He's like, I had that exact same experience with Neil Young. And I walked up to him, and we talked about something, and Neil Young looked at me, he's like, that's all you want to talk to me about? And then he's like, I walked away, and he's like, I felt so dumb. So let's go full circle now. I, I go talk to Bret Hart after his show, and we talked about mattresses. <laughs> like, then, that was like a humble brag. Like, hey, bro, remember I hooked you up with a mattress? <laughs> no, no, we're talking. What talk- a douche. No, but we're talking about the mattresses. Like, yeah, it sounds like, like you brought it up. You made it sound like you brought it up. No, no, we're talking about the mattresses. And then uh, I was like, how? no, I said, how'd you guys like that mattress? It was like that. I was like, remember when I hooked you up with the mattress? Like, how he's like, my dog sleeps on it. He's like, oh, the Luna's everyone. I'm like, yeah, how'd you guys like <laughs> that mattress? Uh, this now. And he's like, oh, it was great. This now. I'm like, yeah, I never sent mine. Then we start talking about something else. I forgot what it was. But I think it was the chocolate. Oh, Bret Hart gear head to toe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I, a mark. I know. He looked at me too. But I was like, you know what? I always go like a regular dress to those things. I'm like, what was it? I'm like, when am I going to, like, this is, if I was going to wear it, this is it. But like, you'd go to a wedding reception like that if you could. Probably would. Yeah. Teddy Hart would do the same thing and yeah. so would, you know? <laughs> no. Like, even when, like sporting events, sometimes I don't even feel like wearing a jersey. I, I usually would wear something wrestling classic, but I made Uncle wear the whole wrestling classic getup, and then I wore Bret Hart stuff. So I'm like, I'm gonna go see Bret. I want to look like Bret, man. I want to show him. The, I, well, I'm gonna, I bought, I got these Bret Hart pants and this jacket. You would never them. even in a million years even try to tell me what to wear. I would give you a jacket to rock. I'm like, do you want to rock this one? I wouldn't have asked one. No, but I would have brought it, and I would have said no. I bought jackets for those guys to rock. I would have been like, no, I'm gonna wear my own fucking clothes. It's a chalkline jacket. We got a wrap. Yeah. Shot chalk line. But um, anyways, that's cool. I just, after I left, I'm like, I talked to Brett about mattresses. That was interesting. Yeah. Not the greatest of conversations, but I'm sure I'll meet Brett again. I've met him a few times already now. And I kind of messed up. I, I met Brett when I was six. I told the story before, so I'm not going to tell again. I cried, didn't get my picture signed. I'm like, I'm so dumb. I should have taken that picture and got it signed, and that would have been like full circle. But next time, I'll see Stop Brett again. full circle. Why? I don't know. You said it twice in the last like two sentences. It's okay. No. Nah. I said not say inner circle, jerk. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> but, um, it's very redundant. You're very redundant. But uh, talking about conversations You should have asked him to say schmals for you. I should have. Yeah. But anyways, Brett's a man. If he comes to your city, go check him out. Uh, shout out to Brett Hart. Shout out to Dallas. Shout out to Lindsay. Shout Unless out to you're American. Pre- you leave our hero alone. I appreciate all of you. Um, and if he comes back to town again, I'm definitely going to go. It was a good time. Afternoon, Brett. Uh, talking about conversations, though. Uh, 
they announced that Undertaker and Stone Cold, Stone Cold's getting a new podcast on the network, Broken Skull Podcast. Um, the first episode, Broken Skull Stories or something like oh, that. Oh, maybe I thought it was podcast. Yeah. I don't know. Airing right after Survivor Series. Yeah, it's um, Broken Skull something. It's separate from his Stone Cold podcast. It's already on the network. It's like a new show, and yeah. his first one's gonna be with the Undertaker out of character. Mean Mark Callis. And it's kind of cool because we've seen Undertaker do out of character interviews in the past couple of years. Whether it was with that Graham Norton guy, the preacher. Yeah, he did one on Off the Record. He did one with Off the Record. Michael Yeah, back in the day, but just in the last couple of years, he's done a couple. But he hasn't got really pulled from Starcast. He, yeah, he didn't do it there. Yeah. But he, he, he's. This is the first one he's doing for like the WWE Network, and with and then it's with Stone Cold, and then, you know. You think that means he's done? No, no, no. I just think. Yeah, because you want to see Bray Wyatt be the new face of fear. I do want to see that, <laughs> but I just think they're doing a lot of the stuff in the network where guys are just who they are on TV and who they are on the network are completely different. Yeah, but that's like we're you're just finished talking about how that's not really something Taker does. I know. I'm saying that, so. I, I'm not. I'm saying. I'm just saying he's gonna do it now. I don't think he's done. I just think he's gonna do it now. Like I think this is it. We're gonna have Taker finally on. A he's podcast. probably been wanting to do it. They probably didn't let him. No, 100. percent And I think uh, he was like he. And what else was he, he did that Triple H DVD too? He was like talking pretty normal. Yeah. And I would love. And I'm happy that's with Austin rather than like Jericho or Jim. I don't know. I just think Austin him would have a. Austin's in. A, you named two AEW guys. Why would he go on their show? And I'm just thinking about the people that have podcasts. Right? Corey Graves. Yeah, I wouldn't want to see Taker with Corey Graves. I wouldn't, you know, I'd rather see Taker with Austin. It just, it just, it's more appealing. And I got hyped when I saw the Austin's promo. a really good interviewer, and he's a really good interviewer. And and they they also were in the company at the same time during its peak. And I think they're gonna have a lot. Didn't of really have good matches going with down each other. Lane. They're gonna talk about that. How the yeah. matches with each other weren't very good. Well, there's a point where Austin's like, oh, um, he always talks about how much he hates that SummerSlam match. Yeah, well, that one, the my biggest memory from is that leg drop that Taker did from the top rope to the table. Mm-hmm. But otherwise. I remember the whole storyline that was hyped for. Yeah, it was the Brothers good. of Destruction, yeah. working together, and then Austin was... Highway to Hell. Yeah. Oh, dude, those good times, good times. Was it? We need to, like, review an old pay-per-view and just throw that... You want to talk about all this new shit all the time. Because we have to talk about what happened. Like, we're going to talk about taped Raw. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't watch tape shows. I actually didn't fully watch this Raw. I don't watch, watch tape Raw. But let's just talk about the things that stood off to me from Was it. SmackDown taped? Yeah. Because... Let's start SmackDown. On Tuesday at the top of Twitter, it was like WWE SmackDown Live or whatever. I'm like, is Twitter like bugging out? Because it's, no, it's, it's Tuesday. They taped Raw and SmackDown back to back. No, but on Tuesday, like this Tuesday that just passed, two days ago, yeah. at the top of Twitter, you know what it shows you? Oh, do you even go on Twitter? Barely. It shows you like what's on TV. So yeah. like, like it'll show like the wrestling stuff because I have a lot of wrestling. Yeah. It'll say like Boston Celtics playing the Knicks or something like that. And at the, the very top thing was like WWE SmackDown. I think it was last Tuesday because they taped it. No, it was, just, it was just this Tuesday, man. I'm telling you. They didn't tape it again. No, but they made it seem like it was on. It wasn't. I'll show you. See, it has up here all the yeah. shit that's on. This right here was it said WWE SmackDown Live. It was this Tuesday they just passed, man. I'm telling you. That's weird. Are you sure it wasn't backstage? I'll show you. I'm pretty sure Lance Storm even took a fucking picture. Lance Storm. Anyways, my highlights from SmackDown. I don't want to talk about everything. Um, what else about SmackDown? I don't there's a couple that. of things I dislike. I don't watch that. I'm either. not. A lot of people. This is uh, unpopular. Oh, unpopular opinion. Ooh, Tyson Fury teams LeBron. That's cool. This is an unpopular opinion. Uh, New Day is a t- seven-time Titan champions. Not a fan. Dude, ruin the match. One of them ruined, like... I was hyped for the revival like, with the Viking Raiders versus... Um, see, he says here. Undisputed Did no one tell Twitter that SmackDown was on Fridays on Fox? Look. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't... That's a Twitter glitch. But, um, yeah... New Days of Champions again. I don't, this, this doesn't do anything for Kofi. Some people argue that, and look, this is good. Like, Kofi, and, like, and Kofi ru- didn't do anything since he lost the title. And it ruined a match that everybody was excited for. Yeah, the revival. Unless, unless the New Day are fighting the Usos, we, I don't care. Nobody cares to see their match. Because the New Day against the Vikings. I, listen, the New Day is great. 
Yeah. They're going to add but a lot this, to that match. This They'll Survivor Series good. card, it's all about the matches. And that was probably the second best match on the oh, card. Oh, 100%. The Revival versus the Undisputed versus the Viking Raiders was more and more appealing than having the New Day in there. I'm not going to say it's going to be a bad matchup, but I would have rather... Because, I mean, knock, knock Roddy and Styles is going to take the cake. Yeah, but I still would have rather this have been... The revival. the revival. They're just. I like, think nine out of ten people would too. The revival against the undisputed are just generally was something. I, I bet see. you even the new day were probably like, nah, we don't even need this. But Kofi and Biggie, uh, congratulations to them. I just, I've said it for years. This they're is not even. There, they're in there to take the pin. And this is not even like just not. Like, I've said this for years. I don't dislike the new day. I think they're a great act. They're dope. They're hilarious. They're in they're there funny. to eat the pin from undisputed. Era. But they just, I don't care. To you. I just don't care for them to be the tag team champions. Ever. I don't. Anymore. That doesn't see. That's not even a conversation I'm gonna have because the tag team titles in WWE absolutely mean nothing. So even saying that gives them more value than they actually have. I'm so I want to give them value. Yeah, but they, they should be valuable. No, you can't. You can't create something that isn't there. Carmella and Dana Brooke somehow got their way on the Survivor Series team. Nothing against Carmella, love her, but Dana. I was Brooke. just gonna say that's like your favorite person. No, I love Carmella. She's the dope. But like Dana Brooke, cool. I mean, they put them against Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. I'd rather see those two girls on the Survivor Series team. Those girls lost to those two girls, and now Dana Brooke and Carmella on the Survivor Series team. Yeah, but their losses aren't even that deep. So. I know, but Carmella is dope. Dana Brooke's still on the fence about that one. Um, or they just don't have that match. Emporium on SmackDown and Raw. That was cool to see. Excellent. Uh, Walter versus Seth got broken and turned into a big eight-man tag match. But it's cool to see they kept the NXT Invasion going, but they used the UK guys. You watch parts of that and just think, like, I don't really buy that Seth could beat up Walter. No, not at all. I When I when I read the spoilers, I'm like, oh, this is going to be cool. Then when I kind of, like... Some, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Scroll, flip, skimmed, <laughs> skimmed through it because I poured it a bit too. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't see. Well, I like, I knew I'm like, this can't finish without Walter beating Seth because I don't believe Seth. I don't want to believe Seth can beat Walter. And then it ended in this big eight. I don't feel like match. it. Yeah, I just don't feel like it. Um, mm-hmm. but back to SmackDown. There's only two more things I want to talk about: Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan. That seems to be the Fiend's next target. They had a match. No, so obviously Sami Zayn is still trying to recruit Daniel Bryan. They're backstage. The Fiend attacks Daniel Bryan. That's where they're going with the Fiend. I, I dig that. Bryan is in this point of his career. He can work with anybody. He's like he's that Randy Orton point of his career. Work with anybody. Losses don't hurt him. Has good matches with everyone. The only difference between him and Randy Orton is that Bryan's like always motivated. <laughs> and I think it'll be good to see the Fiend versus Bryan. I'll see how they see what they how they go with it. I can see D Bryan winning that. I just don't know. I don't know. I feel like they wanted to get the belt off Seth, and then they needed to make up for screwing up the Hell in a Cell, and now I think they're going to find a way to get the belt off Bray. They have to get it off him eventually. Can't, unless he holds it over Mania, which I'm down with too. But, and I'm down with Brian being the next opponent. Um, they have great chemistry. I just don't know how the whole Sami Zayn trying to recruit Brian still plays into this. If it does, I'm looking forward to see how that goes. Um, but that's the other thing that happened on SmackDown that's noteworthy. Last but not least, we can talk about Shayna attacking Bayley again. That's another NXT thing that happened. Shayna attacked Bayley after... Uh, Sasha fought um, somebody. Bailey's little thing that she did on Shayna and NXT was pretty dope. It was a new the face monitor in the. Yeah, I, I dig it. I dig it. But Sasha's new music. That's the last thing I want to talk about. Yeah, Sasha Banks' new music. Basically, it is her theme from WrestleMania 32, where Snoop came in, did the rap first, and I wanted her music. I dig it. I saw a little of the behind. She pretty much had like this, like the best theme in WWE, and then like why change it? I I get that, but because she's a heel now. Uh, that's not uh, kind of I was gonna say that, but I would like, like it's the thing man like if they turn baby face and let them go back to the old theme but I dig it it's good for it's good for nice little change the thing is it's, I think when in wrestling did changing a music like why like people always keep the same music when they hear their baby face 
I know. I just think that it's good to have something different. It's fresh. She's changing a bunch of stuff. Let's change. My yeah, she changed her hair. She doesn't need to change her freaking music. <laughs> My problem is if some uh, there's a part of me that does think the smooth part goes a little bit too long. No, that just takes depends how long she takes to walk out. No, they, I watched the behind the scenes of her and that uh, Josiah Williams guy from NXT like practicing how the entrance is going to work, the performance center and stuff, and mm-hmm. like they timed it to where it's supposed to end. I just think the Snoop part's long because I do like her original theme, and that comes in after the Snoop part's done, but then her entrance is done. If they had the Snoop part at the beginning, and then they still had the original theme come through. If they wanted you to hear the old part, they wouldn't have put Snoop on the track. Yeah, they don't want us to hear the old part. It comes right at the end. If you go there, if you go there. Um, for a live show yeah. and she stands there for five minutes during a commercial break then you get to hear yeah, it yeah which is dope well, I'm and sure, I like where they just like, kind of stand around just look around waiting for the commercial to end yeah but you never know people have changed their themes and gone back Austin's changed his themes a million times and gone back Taker's changed his theme a million times and gone back uh, that one Austin theme that had lyrics was dope. Yeah, the one in the original evasion yeah. and stuff. Yeah, 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 that that song was dope. I mean, everyone goes back. To I wasn't feeling the white knee brace, but I was yeah. feeling the song. Everyone, I liked it when you had like the red knee braces though. Yeah, the snakeskin one with the red outside. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was dope too. But everyone, everyone that changes music usually wasted away again <laughs> in Margaritaville. Oh man, um, one of the greatest segments of all time, BTW. Fucking him and The Rock. Did you say BTW? Yeah, I did, man. I'm millennial. You're almost 30, dude. Don't be saying that kind of shit. What do you mean, bro? BRB. BTW? Yeah. That's what I said. Oh, my God. I want to smash your face into this desk right now. We ain't John Moxley and Kenny Omega. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna start saying lit now, aren't you? Um, you know what's lit? Not raw. <laughs> I'll pop up powerbomb right through this table. <laughs> I do say lit sometimes, actually. Oh, my God. That's sloppy. I'm sorry that you're not a millennial, you old man. Oh, my God. People that say lit need a slap. Okay. Ba- Bailey attacks Becky. Walter vs. Rollins. KO is a good guy. Teaming with Rollins and the Street Profits to fight Emporium. Don't know where that's going. KO's got to turn on somebody soon because I'm over this already. No, he could be number one, two good guy. First of all, putting him with Seth Rollins isn't going to help him. Mm-mm. Seth brings everyone down that's around him. I love Seth, but he's so bad. He's just not cool. <laughs> This is like, and you don't buy that anyone would be his friend because he's just such a like, just such a schmarmy dirt dork. Needs to be a heel. Uh, Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster won. That was the, a great match. It was great. It was great to see those guys. Look, I like the use of the UK guys. I like Andrews. Like it was solid stuff. I put these on there just because they were so random. They'll send Car and McIntyre. McIntyre got his win. As Andrade and why, Cedric and Andrade. Why do Andrade. people qu- keep quitting publicly? I and oh, I, and I, <laughs> I for sure, th- I for sure think, or I hope they're 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 obviously asking for their release first and posting it after. Because most of the time they're even saying, "I have asked for my release or whatever." I don't think a lot of these guys are quitting publicly. Do you so th- a lot of people they like, stop quitting publicly. That's not what I mean. But talk to them, work it out over the next few weeks. Try to work your release out. You know, like Social Del Rio, Del Rio, really easy Del, Rio Del Rio did that, worked it out. Then he wasn't allowed on TV for X amount of time, got out, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't work for anyone. Uh, Harper got screwed with it. A couple other people did. Who got out? Cody got out, did it behind the scenes. And then released Dustin got out. after Dustin the got out, did it behind but the scenes. But they released the statements after. And everybody that's got out, Moxley worked his contract out. Nobody look at like you saw Harper. Yeah, he tried to quit like a year ago. Yeah, it, they're not gonna let you out. But do you, Mike think Bennett? You think they're gonna let you go? There's a reason they sign everyone on the planet. Do they don't want think, you to go do anywhere. Do you think they're just leveraging, trying to get? Saint Carter just contracts? signed a new three-year deal this year. Where are you going? Do you think they're trying to ask for more money or trying to be like, look, no, I'm trying no, to quit? No, no, like, I, I 100 think it's all creative. It's all creative. What do you mean? Like, which was supposed to be all sympathetic? Would you care about running the wrestling classic page if somebody's telling you what to post, how to post it, and what to caption? No. No, you wouldn't. Would Would you care if you were making a lot of money after a while? Yeah. No, I don't think you would. Oh, no, if, if they were doing that, but I was making would a lot of money? Would you want to keep doing it? Would you be like, fuck it, I want to go to a different page now? No, no, no. If I was making a lot of money, then 
I don't know, man. I'd rock and roll. I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, I'm a, I'm not. You know me well enough to know yeah. I'm not very good. Yeah, authority. This is why you're, <laughs> that's why you're such a shitty employee. I'm not. I'm a great employee. Hire me, guys. All of you. AWWE. Give me a job. Well, okay. you actually would like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying for your retail jobs and shit like that. <laughs> Working at banks and whatnot. Yeah. Um, you keep throwing in banks in there. Like, people are going to think higher of you because you worked at a no, bank. No, I'm just saying. Every dickhead in Surrey's works as a bank, okay? Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Every one of you us. just called all of you out, you dickheads. <laughs> we all work at banks and we're all real estate agents. <laughs> That's what we all do. All right? <laughs> Maybe sell some mortgages. I don't know. Yeah. Um, anyways. Save with Conrad.com. Randy Orton and Ricochet, that'll be dope when it eventually happens. They had a match with the OC. I just don't like the fact that the OC looked so strong last week. Losing Humberto, Ricochet, and Randy Orton. You change league. Humberto with Garza, you got a star. Yeah, I don't know. Garza's the shit. He man. is pretty dope. He has a better look and stuff, too. He looks like, he doesn't look like, you know. Humberto's chubby. No, Humberto just looks like. A baby. Yeah. <laughs> He's a little bachata. Yeah. But I think Ricochet and Randy Orton, we saw them have a match once. It was really good. Um,. I'm, I'm down to see these guys go at it. I, I thought, I'm like, why is Randy Orton team with these guys when I read the spoilers? But when I watched it... Ricochet's just been low-key getting a push since he debuted. Oh, 100%. Someone is very... Uh, I'm not saying he's not, but someone likes him a lot backstage. And I understand why, because he's dope. But. Mm, I don't know if they like him backstage, because he hasn't really got to be himself yet at all. Does anyone get to be themselves on the main roster? Kevin Owens, a lot. That's like one example. Yeah, but you else. asked the question, so if I If Seth Rollins is being himself, then we need but help. But like... <laughs> I, I know what you're saying, and yeah. you're right, but it's not like nobody gets to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, you're fair. That's true. It's not like nobody. Yeah, but uh, I'm just saying. Like, I listened to Finn Balor on After the Bell. Did you listen to it yet? It came out Tuesday, Wednesday. I listened to the first 15, 20 minutes of the very first episode, and I'll never listen to it again. I really enjoyed it. It's not what everyone expected it to be. I think they got the expectations really high. And no, I had very low expectations of it. I will. He's like, we're Corey Graves, we can't Corey say Graves is not an idiot. He's a good employee. He's yeah. really good at his job. He's a great commentator. I did not expect it to be some kind of shoot podcast. He does. If you're saying it's good, I'll listen to it on the way to work tomorrow. He does. He does. You know what it was? They had Seth Rollins. There was a <laughs> Seth Rollins part I listened to where I was like, oh. He does. So that was the second episode then, yeah, I think. Yeah, he does complain about things that we complain about. He, do, he, does, he does shoot in his own opinions. Then I'll listen to it. Without fully touring the company. What was the first episode then? Because he because he does he doesn't totally no because I did listen to more than because I listened to his explanation of the Saudi thing yeah. which I'm kind of with him like if you don't know you don't know like what did he complain he did complain about something like he complained about a couple things and when he was talking to Roman he talked about how like you know the travel and stuff and stuff too but talking to Finn my thing the reason I want to bring out Finn and how people can't be themselves Finn when he said he took some time off he's like um, what he found out when he took some time off is he realized that you know before he came and I'm I'm not quoting him because it's not exactly how he said it go check out after the bell. Uh, Corey Gray's podcast produced by Emilio Sparks. Shout out to Russell Rap Emilio Sparks, my boy. But uh, check it out. And um, so basically, Balor's like, there came a point where, like, you know, he's been in this business for 16 years before he came to the WWE. And he's like, I would do all these different things and these great matches. And I was super creative with my designs and looks. And he's like, eventually, I just, when the machine took over, they were kind of telling me what to do in this. And he's like, not to their fault. He's like, I would just be that guy that just be do what I was told. He's like, I never complained, never had a problem with it. I just did what I told. He's like, I think during that period of time, I lost my creativity. And he's like, when I left, I realized that. And that's why, like, going back to NXT, he's like, I feel rejuvenated. Because like, I just, when I was there, I just felt like I was doing what I was told. And he's like, and he's like I'm not blaming him. He's like, I just kept doing what I was told. I never, like, 
I, w- I never stepped down and said, I don't want to do this. This doesn't sound good to me. Like, I just, I was just being a good company guy <laughs> doing what I was told. And, like, I, it's like I, I was learning everything new. It's like, I was only, like, realistically, I was only on the main roster for years. Like, I came up there. Got Imagine how much money he makes. And no, and that too. If right? he didn't get this chance to the NXT, don't you think he'd be trying to get out too? No, for sure. Yeah. And, but then I'm like, that, and then I think that's a thing when I, I think that's why I react to the Ricochet thing so fast. Cause I'm like, I think at some point when you get up there, you're just like doing what you, and it just becomes routine. And it's just like, you, you know, you, they tell you what to say. They tell you what you're going to wear, what you, and you just, you just do it. And then I think when you do get that opportunity to get time off. It's just off, even so different than what Ricochet was even in NXT. Yeah. So not that, even on the indies. So I think when you get that time off, and that's what Corey Graves was complaining about. He was talking about how the Viking Raiders could be so much better, but they're not, he's like, they're not bad. They're great. He's like, they're just not being utilized from what he remembers them as seeing them in other companies stuff before. And he's like, even in NXT, he's like, they shouldn't be beating up. He's like, he's like, go watch them on NXT. If you haven't, like, they should like, be beating up the new day. They yeah, should he, be beating up the revival. He's like, why are they, they beating up these be polo beating guys? Up, they should be beating up the entire OC. Yeah. They should be beating up. And maybe eventually they come back. They should be beating up Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. 100%. These guys could be a top draw. And if they're not, they could be top middle. You're your second, third main event, good middle of the card whatever it is it doesn't matter people can lose and it doesn't hurt them it doesn't ruin their careers yeah. but they should be beating top guys not jobbers they should be week. they should be beating up randy orton and ricochet yeah they should be beating up baron corbin and whoever else bobby lashley yeah and that's exactly what they i should be like but that like not to, obviously that match with Mandrews and whoever else flash yeah. whatever was good that was good but like, but every said, other week when they're fighting the polo guys and the guys in the the, the baseball outfits, like they shouldn't. You can great. you can see with the Road Warriors in the eighties, yeah. Midnight Express, Rock and Roll Express. You can see Tully and Arn. This can be a main event, and it could they could be seen as a main event. But like these guys, like they all just get treated like oh they're just some team in the mid card, and everybody gets treated like that. Yeah, and that's kind of what he was shooting on. So like, check it out again after the battle. Like he that's, he gives his honest opinions about certain things. And that was one of them. Where I was like, oh. You know, it's something we can agree with too. But um, I think like, for some reason, if I was something about it turned me off in the first episode. I'm telling you, I think, and it also doesn't help that I listen to like a lot of yeah. podcasts. I just also know because there was points in the first episode too. Like I was expecting, he's like, I'm gonna say all these things that we're not saying. I mean, and it just I didn't think that's happen. what turned me off to it, and it just didn't happen because like, I was just like, well, I never really like you didn't even need to say that because I wasn't even expecting some like, oh no, is he allowed to say that stuff? I was expecting because he's a good talker, he's yeah. good at his job, and he's clearly very smart. So I just was expecting someone something decent, entertaining to listen to. I don't need him to be totally real with me and shoot from yeah. the hip type of bullshit and, and the one thing i will say i enjoy about is the fact that they actually have full access to every roster to get those guys on guests which money other podcasts yeah but that's can. not the same we want the people who are going to ask the hard questions that aren't yeah, associated with yeah. wwe to that's get fair. access that's fair and that's what's the problem though some of his conversations with people are like so but some of his opinions stuff was straight, straight. so check out after the bell anyways that's why rosenberg doesn't get any of those guys yeah, not anymore shoot. yeah that's true it's a shoot arrow baby um i don't want to talk about it lana rusev last year's still going on she faked a pregnancy her accent's fully sure gone i'm not sure just, what you're talking about it's just it's just gotten horrible i haven't you know i haven't watched a single one of the those segments they're horrible ever since she the first faked time, a pregnancy ever since the first time they made out i have not watched i haven't watched a full show since then that was because that was the last segment of that show i haven't watched a show end to end without fast forwarding nothing and yeah. I also haven't I haven't seen not a clip on Twitter. I have avoided fully, other than hearing about it, every single thing to do with that storyline. And I, I am happy for it because I'm not that mad about it. I know how bad it is and I hate it, but it doesn't re- it doesn't affect my life because I just don't watch it. That's what you do, guys. Just don't watch it. It was bad. It's still bad. It is what it is. I don't know where they're going with it creatively. If anything, I just want to see Rusev beat the living crap out of Bobby Lashley eventually. Get these guys in the ring. Enough of this. 
bad angles and bad promos, but it'll end when it ends. But it, we get, we're stuck with it. And you know, if you don't want to watch it, like you said, just forward through it and don't watch it. NXT, I think the biggest thing here is Matt Riddle. Gargano is no longer facing Finn Balor at War Games. It's like a neck, neck injury or something. He's got an injury, which, you know, it's great because now Balor can take credit for injuring him if he wants to, which is a good way to uh, go. I think it looks like it was that bloody Sunday you took yeah, him around. I think so. And then um, Riddle is taking his place. Balor called it Riddle. And... Yeah. Um, yeah. Not the same, but everybody else is busy that weekend. So Riddle's out of the War Games match, which means, um, you know, Champa and Keith Lee and now Dijakovic who joined them, who took Riddle's spot, is, is in there. But they still have one more guy to fill that spot. Don't know who it's going to be against the, the Undisputed Era. But how do you feel about Balor versus Riddle? Just, meh. Meh. It'll be good. It just, I was more hyped for Balor Riddle, versus Riddle. Like I said, Riddle hasn't got there for me yet. Hopefully this match changes that. I think he's a good wrestler. I enjoy his matches, but as far as being invested in his storylines, I know I'll get there. I'm yeah. not. I'm not hating on it or nothing. I just haven't yet. No, that's fair. Gotta, you got to grow a little bit more past the bro thing for me. He'll get, and I think he will. I think. I think he will too. And maybe this match will help him get there. We haven't noticed. Sometimes he's been so hot and like with wins and stuff that sometimes it takes a couple of losses for you to get a different side of the character to come out. I don't. Yeah. Know. No, that know? that could be true. Because he just it just seems like Riddle wins all the time. I haven't really seen him. You know, or even like a good hardcore match. I don't know. I don't know. He had that stuff with Killian Dane. I, I, I don't, I don't know. know if it's his look or what or his promos. I just there's something about it where I'm just like I don't really pay attention to what he's doing. Well, that's fair, man. He's not. He doesn't like capture your eyes at the moment. He's not like Velveteen Dream. Where you're like, whoa, what's this guy about? Where's he been? Is he injured? He was, and he is probably uh, okay. Back injury or something. Zaylee versus Aaliyah. I just want to point this out because Aaliyah was busted open at the Dude, end. Dude, I saw that. that picture on Twitter. She got missed. Yeah, uh, yeah, I definitely agree. But uh, all the Asian girls messing people's faces up this week. Leo, Leo and Garza was dope. Uh, Garza's great, man. Obviously, Leo, like one of the best guys in the company, hands yeah. down. Yeah, hundred percent. He's good on the mic, great in the ring, and just the way he moves, like a little Rey Mysterio, man. Leo and Garza's a great match. I watched this after AEW. I'm gonna say this. Same Garza's match. gonna be a I'm star. I'm gonna say this about NXT comparing to AEW. Um, AEW is promo heavy and they were telling stories and actually once again it just there was so much good stuff happening but it just felt like so much wrestling and the, for me I was just like, like I enjoyed Leo Garza then it was like more wrestling then it was more and then the Don Priest I think it'd be a little a different segment. I think it'd be a little different too if NXT was also coming off of a pay-per-view no that's true they're in like two and I They're think it's, and it's good for us as fans that it's like staggered we got yeah. one that was like a hot go home show and then we got one that was a pay-per-view coming out of the pay-per-view and we're still getting with NXT kind of building to the pay-per-view so it's like nice that they're kind of like not totally parallel because last week though like when I talked about AEW I'm like there was certain you remember things what happened last week there's too much yeah. wrestling man I don't know last week when I talked about AEW I remember there was like there's certain things I didn't care about like there was a tag thing, match I didn't care about there was a women's match I didn't care about well, everything on the show this week was like they did something that made one thing I trade. wish I started doing like maybe you know last year or two 2018 maybe yeah somehow whether it's like notes in my phone or something like that you know whether it's superstars main yeah. event raw smackdown new japan yeah. you know dominion whatever just note down all these really really good matches because man it makes me so sad how quickly i forget about them because there's so much and now. then somebody reminds me of them, i'm like oh yeah that was there's awesome. stuff that happened earlier this year that i forgot about that dude some really year. good stuff it's that you just like forget like dude like remember like uh um like murphy and roman yeah. stuff like that yeah. like it's just like like i don't want to forget about that kind of stuff that, and, I, and that's an argument i have every all the time with people i'm like we're spoiled with too much good wrestling now too much that like the good matches don't stand out because we get them so often way too much we're back in the day you get a good match on the pay-per-view a good match on Raw every dude once even in a while. look at f even look at I know, we're, I know we're gonna get to it but even look at full gear yeah because of mostly and 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 omega 
Cody and Jericho were forgotten before the night was over. Mm-hmm. Which we'll talk before goes. Which is an extremely good title match. Great story. But do you not feel like everybody forgot about it by the time the night was over? I felt like those two should have been switched. Mm. I know it's hard to say that because Moxley. I think logically having the unsanctioned lights out kind of match at the end last, makes sense. It did, but I just, the JR in me was like the title match should go on last. I, I agree. And and the... I and think the champion should always come out yeah. last and the championship should always be on last. And I think that... Even when Jinder Mahal had the belt, our boy, our savior, yeah. should always be the main event. And I agree. When Punk was the champion, he should have always been in the main event. Even no, no, no. You not, had, not John Cena and John Lauren. I was just going to say that. that the ambulance match? Yeah. Dude, that just, should not oh have been the main God. event over CM Punk versus Daniel Bryan. I swear to God. Over the, Punk, over the limit. Over the limit. CM Punk and Daniel Bryan should have been the main event. Over the limit. And John Lauren and John Cena shouldn't have been the main Dude, event. I was just Punk gonna, was hot. I, was I know why he quit, <laughs> but now he's back. <laughs> I was just going to say Laurinaitis and Cena or Kane and Cena. Why were those guys main eventing over the champion? Punk wasn't even the main event of WrestleMania when he was the champion facing Chris Jericho, The Rock and Cena. And then, he got a and ma- then they wrestled again the next year. And then he got a main event when he fought The Rock at the Rumble. Jeez. But anyways, CM Punk, but I'm a fan. Some, I'm happy you're back. Was there Night, of Champion, Night of Champions where he's in the Yankee Stripes. Yeah. In uh, in in Boston, the only time he made event when he was with, against Cena. Yeah. If Cena was in the picture, so was Punk. If Cena Big Show versus Punk, then so was Punk. But the guy should be in the main event when the champ, the champ should be in the main event. And I just think we wouldn't be having this discussion if it did go Moxie Omega versus and then Jericho thing because it wouldn't look whatever. But since it was the other way around, it's like that did get forgotten because Moxie and Omega was so good and long. It was long. When did Omega start to suck? When he decided to wrestle in America. Oh, my God, dude. I just, like, he's just, like, there's so many people on that card that are, like, more interesting than him. Yeah. The ladder match at NXT, I just want to say, it was great. Uh, yeah. I'm not a big but Mia Yim fan, me but she won me over. Oh, yeah. A little bit. She's slowly been doing it. Now I'm in. Yeah. I've, but I'm Io, oh, man, I love Heal. No, Io's Io. killing it. And she she has been killing and it. And she's beautiful on top of um, it. Yim, I've said it for weeks. If you've listened to the show, I've never been a Yim fan. She, I don't get it. And that's her character's been building up. We're starting to learn about her more. And yeah. now we're seeing she's tough as nails. She took which we already knew. Nasty bump at the end. Yeah. Um, Dakota did not turn. Ka- Kaylee Ray, the women's champion mm-hmm. from Kaylee Ray from uh, mm-hmm. UK, she showed up and she's part of the team now. Yeah. Which is surprising. But does Dakota replace Mia? Is they going to do some Mia can't wrestling? Or is Dakota out of this and Mia's just in there and this is it? I don't know. Maybe Dakota will just be hovering around. And then Bailey attacks Shayna and we're supposed to believe that Bailey was attacking women all night. Bailey and, in street clothes. And if I, the last, this is the end of our WWE talk, but the last thing I was going to say is um, Sasha's music. I dig it. Um, but Bailey still doesn't do it for me. <laughs> just. I, mean, I think she's a good wrestler, and I've been liking the heel stuff so far. You got you you tripped me out when last week when I said that I think she's a great wrestler. And you're like, do you think she's just a great wrestler? Because the one match you like of hers was against Sasha Banks. I was like, because I like Sasha Banks a lot. Maybe you're yeah. right about that. Because I don't know if I think she's a great wrestler either. Who? I think Bailey. I don't know how she's I feel good. About her no she more. doesn't have bad matches. Yeah, like she, that's, that's always she, my thing. She is a good wrestler. She but hits I just don't hard. Like her. She hits hard. She tells good stories. She's got good body language. I mean, I I didn't like that other character. And I thought she was super annoying. Yeah. But At least she has a character now. That's true. But Belle to Belle, like, I think she's, she's always been good. She's good. That's, like, the only times I've been able to actually watch Charlotte's when she wrestles Bailey. I know. And that's the thing. I've always said Bailey's a good wrestler. I just, uh, her character didn't do it for me. And I just, maybe eventually, like, even now, like, this week, maybe because I didn't watch Raw properly and didn't watch SmackDown. Oh, I did watch SmackDown. I didn't watch Raw properly. Did she even be on Raw? But yeah, she attacked Becky on Raw. Maybe I didn't watch it properly. I saw the NXT attack. She felt like an afterthought when it came to Shayna and Becky, but maybe this is her way to get herself in there. I don't maybe. AEW, full gear. Let's talk about it. Um, uh, underwhelming to an extent. Pac and 
Hangman was good, but didn't really do it for me. Spears and Janela was yeah, decent. Pac. Yeah. If you want your name to be Pac, <laughs> add a K. It's Pac, dude. Yeah. Uh, I'm, not calling, I'm not calling I'm Pac. I'm never calling him Pac. When your name is P-A-C, you are Pac. He's Pac. You want to be Pac, add a K. That's you true. bastard. Yeah, that's, what a bastard thing to do. I'm trying yeah. to make us call him Pac when he's Pac. Um, yeah, Spears and Janela was okay. Spears finally got a win. It was okay. Um, Janela's garbage, man. SCU versus Lucha Brothers versus Private Party was a really good match. Yeah. The, was that one of the last three matches? Because I, I, if I, I watch a show, that I match. I don't remember the order. That match, Janela, I mean, Jericho and uh, Cody, and the main event were the three matches to me that really saved this show. I'm not saying the Young Bucks versus Proud and Powerful or Ortiz and Santana was bad. It was good. It was a great match to open the show. It did its job. Yeah. But, I mean, there was a whole bunch of things that happened after it that got me out of the show. Have the Bucks and Omega, like, checked out? Like, what's going on here? The Bucks are killing it. They're just not putting themselves in a higher role, which is – they're killing it. I don't actually think they actually anything. should. I and, think. And listen to Rosenberg and Stack Guy Greg because they brought up a really funny point. What I've been talking about for years? No, no, that like the Bucks can give one, they can put one person over every month and yeah. they're joking around about it. Like, well, last oh, month yeah, they well, they did their one job and they're like, no, 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 it's November now. <laughs> <laughs> one job of the month. They did Private Party last month. Yeah. Oh, so now they did Ortiz and Santana yeah. this month. And I'm like, that's Next pretty time, funny. Next time, don't use Private Party and PP with the same letters. That's confusing. Oh, my bad. I would make these notes at work. But, um, and then the Rock and Roll Express getting involved. Like, it was good stuff. Yeah. It was entertaining. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the last final two matches that really did it for Proud me. and Powerful, such a stupid tag name. I agree. That's the first time I didn't call them LAX. But how did you feel about MJF's turn that was coming? Not really a turn, just showing his true colors. It's good stuff. Do you think it was too soon? Do you think it was too late? No, I think it was great. I think it was like, the time. They didn't need to drag it out. They didn't have to. No, they then, didn't need to. And it gave because they got weekly television to think of. And we debated about how they were going to finish the Cody Jericho match. How they going to? I thought Cody was going to win, and you know they'll have a big rematch, championship match on on Dynamite. To, you so know, I was right. Things, but you were right. Mm-hmm. Jericho won, and I didn't know how. I mm-hmm. didn't see how it was going to come. And when I saw MJF in the corner with the white towel, I'm like, Owen Hart. He's throwing in the towel. Owen Hart. And then there was that whole argument: if this happened in the WWE, people would complain. They finished it with someone throwing in the towel. WWE, but the thing is, you tell a good story like that, you can buy it. They've been building up MJF and Cody for a long time. They've been building up Cody and uh, Jericho for a long time. Yeah. And we know how this friendship is, but we also know MJF's an asshole. WWE wouldn't be able to. I'm sure they can, yeah. but they haven't and probably wouldn't be able and to tell the story. And you dynamic. They wouldn't be able to build up and tell the story and then execute it in a way where we don't shit on it. And well, AEW did. So I want to argue against that. <laughs> I, I saw people say, like, well, this happened. I'm like, this is the difference between AEW. WWE. Most of the main WWE lot. would have had it for a two, three week build yeah. and they would have thrown in the towel on a match we were really excited about, right? It was about to get going, and that would have been it. But this is the difference between WWE and AW. Besides maybe the fiend. Character wise, in the current like the last three months, they really haven't developed any major characters in WWE. Yeah. Everybody but AEW's in AEW's brand new they they've all they've had to focus on developing yeah. a lot of characters, and that's why because now WWE has a lot of characters already set up. The, when when this happens in AEW, we 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 buy it because we believe in the characters. When something like this happened in WWE, we might not buy it because what's going on? Like they tried killing the one character they had, the Fiend, with Seth Rollins, like, and we don't even know what Seth Rollins it's is. Also, we don't know what Seth Rollins' it's, character it's, it's is. A, it's also a good story, you know. Yeah, um, was, and the whole the guy throwing water on him was a cool visual, even if it was a plant or not. I know that was a debate that was going on online. Was that a plant? They weren't there after. Who it cares? Was definitely it looked plant. cool. It looked cool. Yeah, that's all that really matters. It worked. Um, it added to the whole moment. Um, little details, uh, and then Jericho. I mean, then Moxie Omega. The only thing, my only, my only thing of the, it was really long. So long. Was it good? Yeah, it was okay. 
Was it long? People yet? are saying it was too violent. Like, no, not at all. No, the, the the way they got cut, where they got cut, was violent. It's not. It wasn't that violent, man. But it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Not at all. I mean, it wasn't too violent. Like, just get over it. But and all these same people, the same people are like, oh, we're on the. Let me throw era. a conspiracy, uh, a conspiracy comparison at you. Um, <laughs> I wanted a conspiracy. No comparison. Damn it. Is Moxley to AEW sort of kind of what Foley was to the WWE for so many years? When a guy that no, you don't this think, company's been around for four. I know. Weeks, I'm just dude. saying though, like when you you think someone's not like a tough guy, and you don't think Omega's a tough guy, you think he was a wrestler who wrestles. But then same thing with Edge. When Edge wasn't a tough guy, when you fought Mick Foley in that hardcore match, you like oh this Edge can be the tough guy. Same thing with Orton. Same thing with Triple H and Royal Rumble 2000. You put him against a hardcore wrestler, and you're thinking this wrestler can't beat up the hardcore guy he's not gonna what the hell like hbk and mind game yeah and then they show you that side of them like i think what they were trying to do is show us that side of moxie that's like oh this guy is not just a good wrestler he can also take you mean a beating. omega yeah yeah sorry omega he can take a beating and dish it out and yeah he didn't win but now it's like we should have a little bit of respect for him and they showed him i don't think so they showed i, think, I didn't get but that but do you think that's what they were trying to do maybe it didn't come off that way because no. like, they showed omega i think Dynamite. omega's in control of the story that I'm, I don't think anybody gets anymore. That's fair. But that's just my thing. And the women's match on the show did not care about it at all. Sorry, Riho. Sorry, uh, Sakura. Sakura. I just, I just, I, I don't know, man. Like, I need to care. It wasn't a bad match. I just you've, don't care. I don't care about either one of them. You've never liked Japanese women. No, I, I just don't like, I like women's wrestling, clearly, if I talk about you've, them. You don't like Japanese women. I just, no, I like Kairi you Sane. You never said a good thing about Asuka. Yeah, screw Asuka. I like Kairi Sane. <laughs> I like. I said I like Io Shirai. You like Kyrie Sane because she does a flying elbow. I like Io Shirai. I don't know if you do. I do. She was dope. This match was dope. I think you're just saying because it's the thing to say. No, I do like Io. You know, Mia Yim's half Asian too. You didn't like her. I didn't like her till this. And I said I liked her after this ladder match. I'm like, she's growing on me. Yeah. And Kyrie grew on me too. I don't like Kyrie at first either. There is an East Asian bias <laughs> no, here. Isn't. Yes. But Riho and Emi Sakura just ain't doing it for me. You're racist. No, I'm not. Don't ever ask me to eat sushi with you again. What are you talking You're about? You're not allowed. This is, this is all false claims, guys. I had pho for dinner. I had it a couple of days ago. That's Vietnamese. It's not even the same. I You're know. so ignorant. What the hell is happening? Anyways, talk about dynamite, okay? Uh, this is the last thing we're going to talk about. I'm going to wrap this up. My purple crush is on. Um, those things I want to talk about. Moxley. Be, uh, Nakazawa. I loved. Uh, I loved uh, Renee's live tweeting during his match. Oh yeah, what the I hell? hate this. I hate this. I don't like this. Renee Young's dope, dude. She's and probably one of the coolest people. Just legitimately cool. That was, uh, I, I liked it as well her tweeting during it. She's what the f. Hi, I don't like this. It was just. It was good tweeting, man. She's. I would just, totally buy her flowers. Um, but dude, I, I mean, being his wife and watching that must have been like, what the f- are you doing? You know, like. He was literally like teared up on the back from the barbed wire and all that other stuff. But Moxie cut a promo, challenge anybody in the AE locker room, said he's gonna take them all down one by one. And Darby answered the challenge after a triple threat Love match. It. Love it. And Skating down to the ring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Justin Roberts is such a dork, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love it and hate it at the same time. Um, I, but uh, Mox, Moxley versus Darby, I'm, I'm in for that, man. I'm How much is Private Party Wayne Cranberry Vodka? I don't know, man. <laughs> John! I'm like, just say John! Just yeah! Say, say John, man. Stop saying John! I just, I love you, Justin Roberts. You're a man, but every time you say John, I'm like, can you please just say I just John. love the way you used to say The Rock. You'd be like, duh. You cannot discredit that he tries hard. <laughs> no, it's just funny, man. It's all funny yeah. games. Roberts is the Nobody's man, saying but the whole Gion, the Gion yeah. thing. Yeah. 
man. It was great to see Penelope Ford back on TV with Kip Saban. You know, me and you are Kip fans. Yeah. Good old Kip Number Saban. Number one guy. He Number should be the champion. Guy. He should be facing Jericho next. He should be the women's champion, the tag <laughs> champion. Kip Sabian. Kip Sabian for life, baby. What a great name. Just rolls off the I tongue. Know. And then Kip I was got Penelope with him. I Penelope like Ford. You called her Penelope three times. Penelope. You said Penelope three times. <laughs> that third time, I couldn't let it go anymore. Penelope Ford. Yeah. At least I'm not like Booker T. Penopoli. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, Jericho was on his podcast, he's like, I used Penelope. to. Penelope. You know, when Jericho was like, when I was a kid, I used to think it was Penelope. <laughs> We only know because Penelope's dope. Penelope Cruz. I just want to yes. shout out to her one time. I was talking to someone at, at I think it was the All In Starcast. Oh, and she Ooh. And wow. She, you're just sad because you weren't there, bro. But uh, she gave me a where a Starcast, a Chicago one. Chicago. You know the one where I wanted to go, wanted to go, wanted to go, and you said no, and then you went and got tickets last minute. Yeah, yeah that thing. I was in California. Yeah, um, you're such a dick. Uh, I told you the second they announced <laughs> it, I was like, Yo, we're going to Chicago next year. And I'm the I was the number one hater of the Young Bucks and all these guys. And as soon as they said, Oh, it's coming, all in or whatever, I'm like, Dude, we're going to Chicago <laughs> next year. It's gonna be a time in history. It's gonna be epic. No, 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 no. Me. Next thing you know, you're like, Yeah, yeah, I'm going to Chicago. Like, nah. Thank you, AJ. Shout out to Lady Kane, AJ. Go play in traffic, dude. For let, for inviting me all in and having get a hit by a bus on the way there. out of here i got to see scott hall and penelope i was like yo man this guy's like one of us and i got to talk and stuff and i was like you know what penelope thank you for letting scott hall know i'm like one of you guys can't I even say her name it. properly penelope ford penelope ford penelope no. ford no. she's gorgeous she's You're a kip shitty Sabian. friend that's what you are a shitty friend she's with kip saving i lost my notes to see what else we have on here <laughs> um anyways I'm glad that they're together. I think Penelope and Kip make a cooler looking group than her and Joey. No offense to Joey, but I don't know what Joey's doing. Who's Joey? Janela. They were together before. Nobody cares about Joey Janela, man. I care about Joey Janela. Stay on dark. That's so mean. He sucks. Him and Spears have an epic feud right now, okay? Janela actually sucks. This is a hot take over here. Looks bad. Wrestles bad. You Jim Cornette Jr.? Talks bad. Like, just go. Talking about not talking bad. Chris Jericho and MJF had a great promo with each other. It was first Jericho's promo telling the fans to thank him. Then MJF came out, did his thing, gave us a great dialogue or I guess yeah, monologue. You, you about do the why. five knuckle shuffle to WCW Saturday Night too. Yeah, and gave the gave the one monologue about why he turned on Cody. And it was great. It made sense. He was never my mentor. He tried to use me. It's just like he uses everyone. He doesn't care about anyone. Like, oh, this is good stuff. Roller coaster is one of the all time sickest nicknames. And then yeah, and then it's gone now. Roller coaster. And then we had Jericho and MJF have their moments together. The only the I love the Hoovertude Guerrero thing. Like you wanted to be like me when you used to watch me fight Hoovertude Guerrero. But then MJF kinda messed it up by saying Hoovy because that just shows that you know who he is. You wouldn't say Hoovy, you would have said Hoovertude again. No, he said Jericho said your parents got horny watching me. Versus Hoovertude Guerrero yeah. on Nitro. Yeah. And then I'm just like I don't even know who Hoovy is. Like you wouldn't know his nickname's Hoovy if you didn't know who he was, punk. But um, but I'm Jeff's the man. And they did the little Kevin Owens Jericho spot where they both called Cody an asshole. You went really time. Wade Keller nitpicky on that one. I like that. I did. Yeah. And uh, and um, it was good stuff though. Overall, a great promo. I love MJF. He's my boy. Jericho's Jericho. Why is he your boy? Because he's been my homie since before he started wrestling, man. Okay. He's a wrestling classic TWC fan member. Wrapped that shirt way back in the day. Yeah, way to kill his gimmick. Oh, I mean, he's an asshole. Yeah. Like, as a jerk. Well, he doesn't talk to me no more because he's an asshole. He big, big, big leagued me. DM yeah. him right now. No, he won't respond. Let's do it. He's a jerk. Let's do it. He's like, he's like, I mean, he's like new number. Who this? Watch. Message, come I have on my show. phone number. I'll text him right now. Like, yeah. Who is this? Watch come this on guy. my show. I did invite him on the show. Be like, don't worry, I'm also a shitty friend. He turned to an asshole. You guys can bond, bond he over that. He turned on me. You guys can like, bond too, over that. You're too nice of a guy for me, you 
jackass bond over that be like i'm also a shitty friend marco (laughs) maxwell jacob friedman maybe i can join his group with him in word Word, what's the guy's name wardrow wardlow Wardlow? i remember i started his his muscle i remember i started following him a couple years ago just because his name popped up yeah i don't know i just thought it was a cool name i was like oh that mjf what the hell's an mjf next thing you know he blew up and i was like i was following him I don't know. He's uh, he's he was. I did an interview with him in the archives on the Wrestling Classic YouTube channel. Then you find me versus me talking to MJF. It's what, just all audio. Like, all like three videos you had up there before this. Yeah, yeah. Shout out, shout out to the vibe. Um. Anyways, yeah, I thought that was a good part of AEW. I really want to talk about AEW because I really enjoyed the show this week compared to everything else. To well, that's honest. why I said we didn't need to run down all that WWE shit. Uh, we did. But really like, quickly. honestly, I don't even, like. I don't. Even, why even run anything? Down? I don't what like. We want to talk about. I don't it. like the Dark Order. Okay. I'm still not a fan of the Dark Order. Nobody does. This. Their, entrance, wet skies their entrance actually kind of looked kind of cool this week. They're junk. The fat guy put on some clothes. <laughs> I don't know his name. <laughs> the he put on. He put I've on heard. Like, I've heard their their um their little squad. I've heard them compared to uh, the Putty Patrol and Power Rangers. Oh jeez, that's basically what they do. But the, the, <laughs> the bigger one, the main guy, uh, Evil Uno, that's his name. Yeah, he wore like a full like his his, his torso is covered now. And I'm he's not, been, he's I'm been, not trying to be like mean or something, but it looks like a better getup for him. He's been keeping it together. Yeah, and it's a better but getup. They're for him. horrible. Since the day they debuted, nobody's liked them. And this week they would they did a little bit more. They tried to invite Marco Stunt to join their group, and this brought the return of Luchasaurus, and I'm so happy to see him back. He's awesome. That guy's the man. So agile for a big guy. Did like a backflip, did his things, beat up all the little creepers, beat up uh, Evil Uno, and um, that little kick where he kicked them all at the same time. Yeah, he beat them all up, and he's back. And I'm I'm glad. I'd rather see Luchasaurus. And it's Jungle so crazy. Boy. He was only gone for like two, three weeks, and everybody's acting like he's been gone for a year because we missed him. Because he's a star. He's he a star in that group. And Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy is a team over Jungle Boy and Marco Stunt. You love AEW. I really do. I'm a fan right now. It's making me want to like them less. Um, <laughs> which will make the yeah. show more fun. Spears' entrance needs to tone it down. They Why? need to tone down this whole him coming with the chair and the lights and the whole like. Can you just come out now? You're not. You hit the guy with the chair like eight weeks ago. You're not the chairman. Who else does he hit with the chair? Well, why does Sasha need to come out and do her whole ring thing? And that's all this different. Stuff? That's the entrance. She walks out. She does her Polish walk. This guy brings a chair, flips it around, sits down, does a Beyonce thing. Like we don't have time for all this. Walk out with the chair. Say that to do Undertaker. This thing. Huh? Say that to Undertaker. The, he's a legend. Oh. Okay. Is Sean Spears a legend? Did no. he deserve this long entrance? No. Has he been there for years? Say that years? then. Jeez. Say that. Tell us what you really think then. Man. Give a good reason. Don't you just know? say that's too much. It's so much. I'm like, dude, I feel you like... You don't cha- like his entrance because you don't think nobody should be getting an entrance like and that. And I feel like I should change the channel when he's doing it because like, dude... That's good. NXT's better anyways. Can we move on? Can we move on with the dumb chair entrance, Sean Spears? Jeez. At least Darby Allen jumps on the skateboard and just gets to the ring. He gets there. He knows. He knows yeah, he's a real on. dynamic dude. Yeah, really, he is a dynamic dude. <laughs> Didn't get that at first. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Johnny Ace. Um, and I guess, uh, what's his name? Shane Douglas. The franchise. Um, anyways, Nyla Rose was out there. I said, meh. Nyla Rose, meh. Not that she's bad or anything. It's good they put her back out there. She had, they had to do something. She's a character they've kind of developed in that division. She's bad. Good for her. Um, she got a squash match. And then Allie did an interview. And finally, someone that we know is on Dynamite, one of the women, Allie. And then out comes Awesome Kong and Brandy Rhodes. They cut her hair and sniff it. And Awesome Kong has hair wrapped around her waist. And it's a little, it's growing on me a little bit. Brandy thinks she's the one that's second or third generation. Yeah, it's growing on me, though, because as long as Brandy's just like the mouthpiece and Awesome Kong is the one kicking everyone's ass. I mean, I'm she's not horrible, but she's nowhere near as good as she thinks she is. Yeah, no, 100%. I agree. But. It's growing on me. If, uh, at least something's happening in the women's division there. Because for weeks, I'm like, this women's division sucks. Hey, look, now we have a storyline and characters and people that actually be like, oh, 
something's gonna happen here. I don't know, man. People. She thinks she's like Margot Robbie or something. I just like know that. you don't like Brandy. I'm not the biggest fan either. But I'm just glad something's happening. And if it's involving Brandy and Awesome Kong, don't. I liked her as Cody's valet. And she did a really good job doing that. But Cody doesn't need her. Took bumps, got in the way. No, 100%. Well, no, she makes him less likable. And yeah. he's the best baby face And he's is. so over. Yeah. Even when he came out after the MJF promo yeah. and ran out to the fans were eating it up. And then he got and attacked they were wearing by... The, and they were wearing the same suit. Then he got attacked by wardrobe. You know they were wearing <laughs> the same suit? <laughs> oh, were they? Yeah. That's because they, they used to be best friends, man. Roller they probably got those tailored together. Um, Hangman and Pac. One, this I like. I don't know why I enjoyed this match a little bit more than there. I keep finding myself liking Hangman less and less. And I, keep I find thought I was rooting for him to be the top star when this company started. Now I'm just like, way. now I'm just like, he just looks like an average regular guy. But um, they pulled the WWE's old school fifty fifty booking formula, and Pac got his win back, and I think they're done. But with Pac's, each other? Pac's what two and one now though, isn't he? Yeah, he lost to Hangman. So that's not really fifty fifty because he I has mean, more wins than. Hangman. Oh, that's true. Or oh, two and one because the match in England. You're right. Yeah. But whatever. I just mean like at least Pac has went back the next night. I'm not the, always the biggest fan of a rematch right after a pay per view, but I was like Pac and Hangman. I'm down with it. They always have good matches, even if it's not my favorite match. Yeah, at least wait till Backlash to do all the yeah, rematches. Yeah, you know, loved that. Just give us give us a couple of weeks of building back up to it. But uh, I was down with it. It was a good match. I, I enjoyed this match. I did a couple of callbacks to the previous matches and some good back and forth. And Pac got the win. Uh, As he should. Bucks and Santino Ortiz in the whole in the whole brawl backstage to the stage. I guess they're continuing that. That's good. This is what I would rather. Why like. is Orange Cassidy just chilling in the washroom? That yo, that was the biggest pop of the night. Yeah. The fact that that guy is so over with his hands in his pocket. I think the AEW fans cheer him ironically because you they see, know because uh, they know non AEW fans don't really like him. I know we both like him. Did you see? Chris Delaire reacted to Orange Cassidy. Yeah, loves it. Hype. Loves like, oh, I love this guy. It's the best thing. You get Daniel Tosh feuding with Arn Anderson. You yeah, get what is Chris going Dillier on? Making buddies with Orange Cassidy. I was listening to Chris Delia on the yeah, way yeah, here. Yeah, that guy's the man. And I, and I heard and I listened to the Orange podcast. The Ask Arn anything. Yeah, brought up the Tosh. Yeah, Tosh point old thing. Have you seen Have you seen Orange promo against him on YouTube? No, watch it. I watched. I finally just watch watched it. Tosh's. We could have put it up here. We could have. I just watched Tosh's where he's sitting in the room with the Arn stuff around him. Um, but I haven't seen the, uh, yeah, the Orange it. promo back to him. Maybe we'll watch have it play it. after the show. I don't know what's going to do. But um, I would definitely watch it. I, that's hilarious, man. And yeah, but I, I popped because I know we're both Delia, Delia fans. Delia, wow. Chris Delia. I know we're both fans. I, if I don't say Chris Delia altogether, I feel like I can't say his name just by saying his last name. That's bad. He's in the next season of You. But, uh, huh? Did you watch that first season of You, that Netflix show? Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait for the second Oh, he's season. in the next one? It comes out in December. Oh, the guy's a G, man. He's so yeah. funny. Um, he was just on David Spade's Lights Out, too, and he was so funny on there. He's hilarious. David guy. Spade's hilarious, Did too. you ever see the podcast with him and Theo Vaughn on together? No, I haven't. It's great. Oh, man. It's good stuff. I, I listen to the ones where they switch shows. That was awesome. That was so trippy. Yeah. But uh, shout out to the Congratulations podcast. Check it out. Yeah. Uh, Chris Delia's podcast. Listen yeah. to every week. It's my probably babies. one of my non-wrestling podcasts I actually listen yeah. to every week. Join the cult. But... Uh, yeah, he has. He even reacted to Orange Cassidy. I thought that was dope. But yeah, um, the brawl is great. I like that they're going with the Bucks and uh, proud and powerful. Still, probably lead to the next pay per view. Maybe with a gimmicky match. Who knows? Um, and then the main event was good. SCU over as hell. Um, great to see Daniels back in the mix. Scorpio Sky, man. They're building Scorpio Sky. Like they have been. Like he's Since the, the next, first show. Like he's the next guy, and eventually he's like he's the Kofi of their new day. Okay, I don't know. That's a really bad comparison. Just because black. No, because there's three of them, and one of them, Sean, got the WWE championship. They're a lot better than New Day. They I don't know. dance around throwing pancakes and eating cereal. The their intro at the beginning of the match kind of gave me like New Age Outlaw vibes. Where everyone had their part, which were also a lot better and cooler than the New Day. I know, but did you get that vibe? Where like little Scorpio bit. said his thing, yeah, a little bit, and then Cass said his thing. No, that's bad. It's not like copying them. No, it's, it's just, not bad it's at just, all. 
it was just like it just I was like oh it reminded you of that stupid Instagram comment didn't it yeah it did we have a stupid Instagram comment of the week how did you know I forgot about it for a second there but if you guys haven't people are so dumb just stop (laughs) typing cut your fingers off and stop typing so anyways last things last the match was good with Guevara and Jericho and um, another thing Mr. Perfect used to do and then Jericho snapping at the end of the match was dope Jericho snapping at the end of the match was great classic 98 Jericho getting mad conspiracy theorist Jericho but uh, yeah 97 yeah but it was a good match, solid. Um, but SCU picked up the win. Getting to Jer- go home, cute kid. Scorpio Sky pinned Jericho, which is a big deal. So that was super dope. But anyway, stupid Instagram comment. If he was in week. WWE, would they change his name to Scorpio or Sky? Scorpio. <laughs> Scorpio. Um, I'm a Scorpio. So he's going to be Scorpio. Um, you can't be Christopher Daniels, but you can't be Daniels either. You're just Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Mustafa Ali got his name back. But, um, yeah, shout out Mustafa Ali getting yeah, his full name back. Mustafa Ali's ba- Ali yeah. wasn't cutting it's it. the circle of life. <laughs> Is it full circle? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Boom, Kip Sabian. But, <laughs> Kip Sabian. But, uh, and Penelope Ford. Penelo, Penel, <laughs> Penelope. Penelope. Oh, Penelope Ford, I love you. Love it's you, funny Penelope. if I say it. I love you, Penelope. I speak. You are the one who has problems speaking. She's on the, she's on the list there with Carmella A lot of people have messaged me saying that too, that you fumble your words a lot. Oh, thanks. Not a single person has messaged me that. I'm just joking. I was, I was, I was a little offended there. <laughs> Not one single person has said that. Promos are better when people would fumble their words because they were saying their own things and remembering lines. Because Brett used to do it all the time. Austin used to do all the time. Usually, look at the adjective. <laughs> Play. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> Everybody knows, wants to know. <laughs> and those promos are legendary because they were speaking from the heart. Disgusting. Just like we are. You're not going to get any of my simpy. <laughs> <laughs> the bad asses. You have, but, <laughs> you have half the brain that I have. I have half the brain that you have. <laughs> I'm going to kick your leg from your leg. <laughs> we're live, kid. Oh, we're live, pal. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, stupid Instagram comment of the week from Vishal066. I'm not calling you out. Oh, but it it's was, a brown guy too? But it was your comment. It was your comment. Probably, not calling you out, but your comment you got the You probably work at a bank or sell real estate, yeah. don't you? It's mortgages or something. But, uh, mortgage. Mortgage. But uh, Vishal066, uh, he said, I watch all these. He spelled that D-E-S-E. Okay, now you're just being insulting. What think, if he's from India? <laughs> and think to myself, dot, dot, dot. And this is him ta- watching AEW. He's watching clips on my page. This is a comment. I watch all these and think to myself, dot, dot, dot. Hasn't WWE done all of this, this, D-I-S, in the past? Dumb. Uh, dot, dot, dot. Years back, dot, dot, dot. Nothing original. Dummy. No no period there. You stopped with the dots. Uh, and then I kindly responded in the most professional and We're like the 10 billionth podcast to be created. Should we just quit too? I know, right? Um, well, it's already been done, right? I mean, there's already so many wrestling podcasts. Like Nothing we can say is original. Listen here, Vishal. Come and tell us something that's original in wrestling. Why don't you, why don't you, why don't you bring us a suggestion? You tell me one thing that's original, and I will give you something to compare One to. original thing. And I have back comparisons, but I'll find something. Yeah, that's just a stupid thing to say. So I came back, and I was like, I mean, with over 50 years of history and weekly shows, it's very hard for a lot of things to seem like they've never happened before. Well, they always Period. say in wrestling, what's old is new again. History repeats itself. It just, it's just what people say generally. And the thing is, it's true. If you're going to sit there and be like, this has never happened before, Chances are it's happened somewhere. And even like the stuff that happened in the 80s that felt new, guaranteed you can find some old timer like Jim Cornette or Jim Ross and can tell you what territory happened in the first place. Things can, in wrestling, things happen over and over again. There's only so many things you can do. And we've, it's been popular since the 80s. 
and those weekly television shows in different companies. And different even the products. territories. We're talking about the 40s, 30s. Yeah, the 50s, 50s the 60s. 60s. Like, there's so much stuff that happened in the years. Like, Lana and Rusev can be compared to Lita and Matt Hardy or. or Dreamer and Raven. Like, that's a comparison. You can talk about this whole Jericho. Um, Inner circle thing. That's not something no one's yeah, ever done before. That's a seven thousandth faction in the last ten years. Yeah, you could talk about Cody Rhodes and MJF being best friends. How many best friends have broken up in the past five years? Just generally, none. Almost, this is the first one. Almost every women's, <laughs> almost every women's feud was we used to be best friends. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yep. it just a lot of things are similar. Wrestling matches. I can't tell you a difference between a good wrestling match and a good wrestling match on a different show because there's too many good wrestling matches these days. We just talked about that earlier. There's too much of it. There's too many super kicks and suicide dives and good wrestling matches. I can't tell you which one is better than the other. There's way too many Hell in the Cell matches. I can't tell you which one. Nothing stands out. Nobody's got the worst dive than Rollins. He just jumps out and like finger touches the guy. Yeah, but like I mean, like what's what's original in wrestling? You just gotta enjoy it for what it is. Enjoy it for the art form that it is. Enjoy it for the talent busting their ass trying to give us. That was a really bad comment, Michelle. It was a poor yeah. opinion, poor observation. Like you can compare it with NXT. Like you can say I've seen this before. If it's really similar. oh an invasion oh Nexus oh. Oh, you mean for the last five years around Survivor Series, they didn't have brands invade each other? This no. is some new concept just because NXT's in it now? It's different? No. Sometimes when I look at this WWE dot, 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 I think to myself. They do this before. I, yeah. <laughs> they do this before sometimes. Go take a bath. So I'm not trying to be a hater, but that was I a am. stupid Instagram <laughs> comment of the week. Vishal. Sipping um, that hater. You did. He did. He did. He did. Backstep. He backtracked it because you. if you... If you <laughs> A lot of people talk shit on my page, and when I respond, then they back. If you get virtually bitch slapped by Justin, who's <laughs> so bad with words, I'm, you need to rethink your life. I'm good with words typing it. I'm you not are not a good argue. You are not a good argue. I can't argue with you, Mister Lawyer Man. And you're not good at making points because you're a lawyer. No, you try to lawyer me all the time. That's not true. With law, I sell real estate. The law of life. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. Um, and then he's like, "Yeah, dude, you are absolutely right." But I when you see Remax it for the first, <laughs> when you see it for the first time, it looks iconic. You see the same thing, and you're j- just like, "This is shit." Then he's like, so oh. you were born in like the 1960s and saw iconic stuff back then? And then he's like, no, Kenny vs. Mosley was real badass hardcore. So Mosley, if you listen to this, you had a great match. So literally year. copied everything in CZW, uh, GCW, FMW. Literally copied every death match that's happened for and the last I 20 years. But that's hardcore and badass. And on this show, I've compared it to other matches that were like Foley versus Triple Jiminy H. Christmas. Foley versus Edge. I'm like, things happen, man. History repeats. It's wrestling. Enjoy the show. You can hate things. You can critique things. You can't say things like that, though. Instagram needs to block this guy from writing comments ever. But anyways, um, that's 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 a show today, man. I, I guess I didn't really do it. If you want to buy anything from Chalkline Official, use my promo code TWC15. Save yourself 15%. You get this cool Bobby Heenan jacket, uh, a bunch of the other merchandise. They got licensed with WWE, Nickelodeon, um, some other brands and stuff as well. They do jackets, they do shirts, they do shorts, they do sneakers, they do a whole bunch of stuff. Chalkline Official, check them out. Use the promo code TWC15. Oh, wait, that's not right. TWC15. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. And then last but not least. Write down your reads, man. What do you mean? Or if you want to wear Chalkline, just go to a show with Justin and he'll give you his wardrobe. I'll give you a jacket to wear and you can rep the brand. You know when people ask me about Chalkline when we were at the Bret Hart thing and I kept saying, oh yeah, it's Chalkline official. Like da, da, da. You can purchase online. They live under a rock they don't know what it is. They had no idea. Like, hey man, where'd you get the Heart Foundation jacket from? Like, I can tell you. should be like 350 bucks. I'll give you the one off my back. My Heart Foundation pants and stuff, they were hyped. I was selling the brand. 
Um, then last but not least, obviously check out Maestro Classic. Maestro Classic is the best beard kit and is undeniably good at keeping your beard clean and conditioned. It's sulfate-free beard wash to clean the beard without drying your skin and beard butter to condition it and beard oil to keep it shine. I use Maestro Classic. It works tremendously for me. Um, they're the top in the game, man. They groom all the professional wrestlers, everyone in the WWE, top to the bottom from referees, produ- producers, the talent, uh, to Triple H himself. Um, so check out Maestro Classic. They also work with NASCAR and the 76ers. Best beard game products on the market, man. You can get them at Target or you can get them online and you shop at their online store where they also sell merchandise and use the promo code uh, TWC Maestro. Devin uses it. His beard's looking nice and clean. Mine's a little scarfy now just because I haven't really got it trimmed yeah, in a Yeah, I need to trim badly. I need to trim badly. The white's coming back. But I use Maestro. My beard at least isn't naughty. It feels great. Never. So uh, check out Maestro Classic. Use their products. Um, I'm not just endorsing it for any other reason than I use it myself. And I actually really think it's really, really good. And it's made my beard a lot more fresh and clean and all that good stuff. Other than that. We'll see you all next week. Back here, live in the vibe. Subscribe mm-hmm. to the Wrestling Classic YouTube channel. Subscribe to us on Spotify and iTunes and Google Play. Appreciate all you guys that have. I've seen the numbers go up. I appreciate all you guys sending me messages with feedback and all that other great stuff and telling me you guys enjoy the show. And um, keep supporting, man. And really, we enjoy doing this, man. And if any of you guys want to sponsor us, hit us up as well. See you all next week. Ooh, yeah, dig it. Can you hear me now?